The following is a Teatro del Pueblo production. Welcome to Coco's Barrio, where our dogs bark Spanish lullabies. The Mississippi surprise is always sneaking in the heart. There are more ways to say, Que frio! You betcha! Than you ever thought possible. But the warmest place is where the heart is. Where the heart is home. This is our home. Welcome to Coco's Barrio, where our Hola, 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 y bienvenidos a Coco's Barrio Part 2 Gentrify This with our musical guest Nick Carter, bringing wonderful music and stories, and Teatro del Pueblo's acting troupe with Part 2 of La Casa del Chisme. Y yo, 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 su servidora Coco. I wish we could start this show with something like It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood Un día maravilloso Cause we are no longer under a shelter in place Yep, it's over So you can come out now Yes, you, yes Easy, easy, easy There, there You're welcome <laughs> For now, you can stop using Amazon or Uber Eats or the grocery delivery services. You can breathe easy, but, you know, still cautious. But, hey, there is a world out there. And in Coco's Barrio, today we are saying gentrify this because many people can't afford their rent anymore and might need to move out so that a big new development comes and changes a barrio that once had everything. But wait! What about the mom and pop shops or the small businesses at the corner? Hmm? If they're struggling, we will also feel it at some point because what if those changes force us to move out of our own neighborhood one day? Hmm? Huh. So, so we wanted to illustrate gentrification through a story. But first, a message from one of our sponsors. Mm, yeah, yeah. Whoa! Looking to get out from under your ugly home? We'll buy your pretty ugly house anytime, any place. Y'all need cash right now to get out of a jam? Yeah. We'll take your Meemaw's place. She wouldn't need it for long anyway. You have a rundown liquor store? <laughs> well, honey, if you wouldn't have drunk in all your profits, you wouldn't be in this mess. Ooh. But we'll gladly take it from you. We'll give you a low ball offer, then flip your ugliness into a pretty penny profit for us. Go to makingbank.com, where your treasure is ours now. We're the ugly business gals. We make everything look pretty and legal. You may hate us, but it ain't no lie, because we buy, 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 buy. And as promised, Teatro del Pueblo's acting troupe is here with the second part of La Casa del Chisme, a story of gentrification, in which a group of neighbors are coming together to defend the closing of a business at the heart of their barrio. Remember that in part one, the bodega was going to be closed down for good and Victor was about to lose everything? 
Well, the neighbors are rallying together at City Hall. So there's so much going on right now. Take your seat with all of them and hear what they have to say. Okay, okay. You know what? We better get inside. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Hi. I got a better place to sit, man. I got to go. Sit down over here. There's too many people here, man. Good evening. I am Roberta Mitch, your Borough City Council member and also its president. I call this emergency meeting to order to determine the fate of La Bodega Los Tres Amigos. Uh, Council member Daniels, please. Thank you, Council Member. Uh, we're here to discuss and vote on the pending petition by the Free El Barrio Committee for an immediate injunction to stop the City of New York's pending sale of Commercial District Blocky property to the new Opportunities Investment and Development Consortium for redevelopment of this area of Queens. This new development would include a state-of-the-art supermarket and a noon chain restaurant, the Gilbert Grill. I call Sarah Park, Chief Counsel, to provide information on the benefits of this urban redevelopment project. Mrs. Perks, you may address the Council. Thank you, Mrs. Mitch, for the opportunity to address the Council and explain the benefits of the development. At New Opportunities Investments, our mission is to bring economic prosperity to all while providing access to members of the communities we serve with higher standard services in areas such as luxury apartments, health, nutrition, and entertainment. If I may be so bold as to say that in America, we are blessed with a free market that incentivizes innovation in all areas of our daily life. And yes, some sacrifices must be endured in order to promote forward progress. Oh yeah? Sacrifices? We lose our homes and you get them? Take a history Well, I want to assure the good people of Queens that New Opportunities Investments has your best interest at heart. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Bergs. Now, <clears throat> Mrs. Um, Consuelo Marquis, spokeswoman for the Free El Barrio Committee, will you be so kind as to state the reasons for your petition? Yes, ma'am. That is Ms. Marquez, please. I would like to thank Mrs. Mitch and the City Council for allowing us to present our arguments for our objection to the sale of our beloved Main Street that includes La Bodega, Los Tres Amigos, to New Opportunities Investments. Well, where to begin? When I was a little girl in the town of Hayuya, we celebrated El Dia de los Reyes with processions and non-stop Cuba Libre empanadilla. Those were the days where I started to dream. The first time I came to Queens at the tender age of eight years old, Main Street and Block E became our home, our barrio. And at the center of it was 
la bodega. Here you could get rellenos de papa y tamales mexicanos to fill your belly, you know? As well as a shot of penicillin to treat the ear infection. Where you can get cafecito americano with a slice of pan dulce. The place where I found myself, where my dreams finally became a reality, where I, Consuelo Marquez, became a successful business owner the day I opened my very own salon, La Princesa. This is the land of opportunity for all, not only for the well-connected. That's the America that I have always known and loved. Now this new opportunity is Pirates come to raid my barrio, my love for my America. Stolen and small business living. They appropriate our cultures. We're forced to shake hands with the vultures. They're taking over my neighborhood. We call it urban renewal. But they never got our approval. No, no, you get to move to a new place. They won't have job there for my race. Our hoods reflect our heritage. Yes, but we make it more stylish. People feel broken and hopeless. Too bad. Here's your 30 day notice. This is Breaking News at 8. Good evening, this is live Breaking News at 8. Today, in a remarkable change of events, the City Council has voted to rescind the deal with new opportunities to buy the East Street in Queens for redevelopment and displace La Bodega, Los Tres Amigos. We have Chandelier at City Hall with the latest. Shanda. Hi, Vern. Like you said, this is remarkable. It's pandemonium out here. I have with me... Consuelo Marquez, the spokesperson for Free El Barrio Movement. Mrs. Marquez, can you tell us what this all means? First is Miss Marquez. What can I say? El Barrio has spoken. If them rich investment companies try to come here and try to buy our hood and kick us out, 
they have something coming to them because it's our turn we will fight and if somebody out there is being pushed out by corporate greed fight fight mis hermanos y hermanas because it's a good fight Políticos, sucios, comprados, adelante, voy para atrás. No, señor. Wow, congratulations to all those neighbors making a difference out there. And I am here with our musical guest, Nicholas Carter. We're talking about his music and his inspiration. Nick, you play the harp. This is an incredibly old and ancient instrument, but yet your music sounds vibrant, modern, unique. How do you do to capture so much of the different cultures you were raised into? For those who don't know, let's go back to the beginning. Let's see. You were born in the U.S. You were born in Minnesota, but you grew up in Paraguay, right? Correct. My, my father is uh, from Minnesota. My mother is from Uruguay. Mm -hmm. They went to Paraguay to work when I was six months old. Mm -hmm. They were missionaries there for pretty much all their adult career. My dad is uh, 89 and still lives in Paraguay. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up there, yeah. you know, doing all the activities and all the things of a Paraguayan kid. You know, that was my world. Yeah. And I think that informed your your music, your style of storytelling through through your harp, inviting us to reflect about culture and about stories. Yes, as a storyteller, it is advantageous to to know the insides of different worlds, no? Yeah, yeah. You moved to the U.S. officially when you came to the University of Minnesota when you were 18 years old. Did, did you see the harp differently once you were from a distance? Did you come to appreciate differently this all this culture that you had with you from Paraguay? Yes, I, I certainly did, you know. I had sort of dropped studying the harp in my last years of high school, and then I ended up coming to the States, and all of a sudden, it's I started missing uh -huh. Paraguay. I started missing and many things. You know, we we all miss things from our home. And uh, I found it, it really very rewarding to be with other Latin Americans and especially playing music. And that's when I reconnected, so to speak, with the harp. Crossing the Isthmus. Yeah, crossing the isthmus. Yeah, tell us about that. The title comes from a bicycle trip uh -huh. I did in '87, traveling from San Diego to Panama. Wow! And this was a four-month trip, and during this bicycle journey, you know, it's the repetition, that movement of the wheels going round and round and round in a circle. So seeing beautiful landscapes. Uh, feeling the sun burning your skin, all of a sudden being under the rain. I was a college student at the university back in those days. The song came much later on. Okay. So the song was sort of like a memory of that trip. The style that inspired the, the song is the typical music, harp music from southern Mexico. Okay. From the area of Veracruz, which is a region that has uh, harp music. And, you know, it's, it originated from uh, an experience of having to learn many songs from Veracruz for a dance group from St. Paul. Okay. I had practiced it with a guitar player and a bass player. And we played the songs and they danced 
light. Nice. It was during an outdoor festival on Cinco de Mayo. We were performing outdoors and they just clicked to me. The sort of seeing the Latino environment in St. Paul and all of a sudden feeling like I was kind of back in that world of my bicycle trip. That's kind of what sparked creating that song.
Crossing the Isthmus by Nicholas Carter. We will be hearing more of Nick's music and stories in part three. Also in part three, we have another amazing guest joining us, the hip-hop artist Dessa. We'll talk about her life and her music, among many other things, like growing up in Minneapolis. That's a conversation you won't want to miss. So, let's meet again for part three, shall we? We'll see you then. This gentrification episode of Cocos Barrio was directed and produced by Alberto Justiniano, associate producer Barry Mador, host Silvia Pontaza. The story La Casa del Chisme, a story of gentrification, was written and performed by Teatro del Pueblo's acting troupe, Maria Isabel Gonzalez, Katy Piñero, Silvia Pontaza, Abel Piñero, Yvonne Fries, Al Justiniano, and Juan López. Musical arrangements, Vladimir Garrido. Musical director, Natalia Romero Arbeláez. Musical guest Nick Carter, special guest Dessa, sound design and mixing Barry Mador, social media and marketing Siri Berry. This show was made possible by contributions from the Knight Foundation, the McKnight Foundation and the Minnesota State Arts Board. And I am Coco, signing out until next time. Adios! This podcast is made possible in part by a grant from the Minnesota State Arts Board through an appropriation by the Minnesota State Legislature and a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. For more information on Coco's Barrio, visit Teatro del Pueblo Minnesota's Facebook page or our website, www.teatrodelpueblo.org.